Sabbath. It's good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Like David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us stand this morning as we usher in the Holy Spirit as we sing Sabbath rest. morning happy sabbath everybody come on we could do better than that good morning happy sabbath everybody are you glad to be in god's house just one more time come on now are you glad to be in the presence of a living god just one more time he didn't have to do it but i'm so glad that he did woke us up this morning started us on our way put food on our table clothes on our back clothed in our right mind he is a good god and he's worthy to be praised can we just take a few minutes right there and magnify the name of the Lord? Just bless him in his house. Bless him for traveling mercies, protecting us from dangers seen and unseen. God is good and all the time. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of an amazing God. It is a blessing and an honor to be in God's house just one more time to be able to know that we serve a living God. A God that never sleep, never slumber. A God that don't have to worry about anything. And I'm so thankful. He don't have to answer to no one. 
No one made him. No one created him. He is God all by himself. I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful that I serve a God that is the chief of all chiefs, the king of all kings, Lord of lords, prince of peace, wonderful counselor. I'm going to try to get on down the road here, but I'm just so glad to know God. He didn't have to do what he did for me, but I'm so glad I was out there. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the Christian shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise above the master. Well, I'm, I'm out of character here. Let me bring it back around. Let me bring it back around. But I tell you, I'm so thankful that God woke me up this morning and that he kept me clothed in my right mind. I knew how to get to the tabernacle of praise. I didn't need my GPS. Maybe you had to use yours because this is your first time here. But when you've been here, as many times I've been here, I know how to get here. So y'all, some of us take that for granted that we know how to get somewhere and get back because there are those who don't have that capacity anymore. They can't use their limbs like they used to anymore. They don't think quite like they used to anymore. And it's challenging for them. So I take nothing for granted, but in all things I give thanks. My name is Pastor Jonathan B. Fields, Jr. I am the senior pastor of this magnificent house of worship, welcoming you here to the Tabernacle of Praise. I want to welcome you who are viewing with us online. I want to thank God for you. We have family and friends viewing from all over. I found out this weekend or the weekend before that there are those that's viewing our services all the way in Mississippi and Florida and Africa. They're all over. So we just want to say thank you so much for taking time out to spend this time with us on this beautiful Sabbath morning. I want to also welcome you who are visiting with us in the house. Can we just put our hands together for our visitors, our guests, our new family? Come on, somebody. We want to welcome Tim. God bless you. Can you just wave your hand, Brother Tim, who is visiting with us? And next to him is Sister Betty. This is brother and sister. Amen. I believe Sister Betty been here with us before and decided she want to come and get another dose and decided she would bring her brother with her to get him some. Come on, somebody. So we welcome you here. God bless you. Hope this isn't our first and last time. Amen. Hope there will be many more. God bless you. Uh, sister, mother and son. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Look like brothers and sisters. Come on, somebody. You know, normally, that's, normally we say that as a follow-up, but no, for real, though, they look like brothers and sisters over here. So we praise God. So you're the, you're the son, that's the mom. We praise God for you. Also, we want to welcome in the house um, Marquita. We want to praise God for you as well. Can you just wave your hand in the back? She's here with us. Brother Carlos is still on the mission. Praise God for... Sister Marquita, 
for being here with us. We welcome you to the Tabernacle of Praise as well. We pray that this isn't our first and last, but this is the beginning of something new. Come on, somebody. We also want to remember, um, welcome um, Bernadette. God bless you. Could you just wave your hand? God bless you. God bless you. We're so glad that you have chosen to worship with us. And um, just kick your shoes off. Enjoy yourself. We just love worshiping God. Amen. Uh, as always, God is good. And all the time. And he is truly worthy of the praise. Somebody by Elaine. I was going to talk about Sister Elaine for a minute, but um, we praise God that she's here with us. Amen. Sister Elaine, can you just wave your hand? Amen. So who do we have next to Sister Elaine? Sister Quatima. Quatima. Amen. She's a who? A returning. She's home. Amen. Well, we praise God for you for coming on back home. Amen. Amen. We're still here, and we're still worshiping and magnifying the name of the Lord. Just a couple of announcements. I'm going to get out of your way. Um, we want to celebrate all of our veterans. If you have ever served in the military, the armed forces, can you just stand? We want to recognize you on this here special day. Amen. Amen. Come on. We thank God for you. I'm already standing. Sometimes I wonder about my standing. I didn't do very much time, but I did some time. <laughs> I think I'm the shortest um, term. You sure I'm not? Amen. Well, we praise God for all of you who have served. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Um, can we put our hands together again? Come on. Celebrating all of our veterans. I believe there's a meal afterwards. Um, we want to encourage you to stick around and just partake with us today. Also, we want to remind our board members, we will have a brief board meeting on this Monday. Um, just mark your time for that 6 o'clock. You'll see that coming out. Um, our faithful clerk will get that out to us. Um, again, we are so thankful for this day. Um, Northside will be celebrating couples today. Amen. Northside will be celebrating couples today. So I know we have some here that are they're here that will be going over there. So we want to keep that event in prayer. And also on, I believe it's next Friday, Northside will be having um, the um, St. Louis uh, Police Department will be at Northside giving away, um, I believe it's turkeys or something like that, between um, 4, I mean 8 and 4 p.m., 8 o'clock, 4 p.m., and we can get that um, address to you um, for those that may want to go and receive their gift on next Friday. Um, at this time, uh, we just want to bow our heads as we offer up a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we are so thankful, blessed, honored, and privileged to be able to come before you. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. We give you all praise, honor, and glory. Thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We also have one more announcement sitting right in front of me. We want to have you mark your calendars for December 16th. Somebody say December 16th. Amen. We have some flyers that we encourage you to grab, just a couple of them, two or three of them, and pass them out to some family and friends. But we want to see you here in the house on December 16th, where we will be having our Thank You, Lord, Praise concert. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Amen. 
I guess I guess you have to come back to the come to the concert so the next time I announce it next year, um, then you will understand what I'm talking about. Um, so we want you to come back on December 16th here at 11 a.m. where we'll have our special service, our concert time. So please, if you can get some of these flyers, pass them out, let them know that we are having this special day. God bless you and have a happy Sabbath. and happy Sabbath. <laughs> Today we are celebrating Veterans Day and honoring those who served in the United States Armed Forces. Veterans Day was established to commemorate the end of World War I, which took place at the 11th hour on the 11th day of the 11th month in 1954. It was amended to acknowledge American veterans of all wars. Men and women from every segment of society have demonstrated their patriotism and love of country and their fellow man by serving in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, and most recently, the Space Force. Despite the painful history of African Americans in the United States, many have chosen to defend our freedom and protect our borders. They have supported the democracy and advancement of our country, and some have gone on to use their talents and gifts to become celebrities and public figures that we recognize today. U.S. Army, B.B. King, Sidney Poitier, James Earl Jones, Jimi Hendrix, and Ice-T. U.S. Navy, Harry Belafonte, M.C. Hammer, Bill Withers, and Charlie Murphy. U.S. Air Force, Cheryl Underwood, Morgan Freeman, Marvin Gaye, and Sinbad. U.S. Marines, Montel Williams and Ernie Hudson. National Guard, John Amos. And we have veterans who have made their mark here at home. Stewart served 21 years in the Army. Retired Jeremy L. Stewart. Three combat tours to Iraq. Brother Stewart served 21 years in the Army. Brother Stewart completed one combat tour. Technical Sergeant Retired Roger J. Stewart served 20 years, 21 days in the Air Force. Brother Stewart completed one combat tour. Petty Officer Third Class Eva Millar Galvan. Sister Galvan served eight years in the Navy. SC5 Hospital Corps Robert A. Miller, one combat tour.
tour to Iraq and Kuwait, two tours to Pujara and Dubai. Brother Miller served eight years in the Navy. E-5 Sergeant Percy L. Wellington Jr. Elder Wellington served five years in the Army. Transportation Department, Jane Milton Miller, so served four years in the Air Force and was stationed at Tyndall, Okinawa, and Travis Air Force bases. Specialist Bernadette Boykin Joseph served in the Army. Wartime veteran Vivian S. Harris completed tours in France and Germany, 1939 to 1945. Served five years in the Army. Sergeant Charles Andre Lewis, Jr., Security Forces. Served six years in the Air Force. Cedric Douglas Tate, assigned to the White House as part of the White House Communications Agency, served two years in this position for the Army. Stuart Mate First Class Douglas Tate received multiple ribbons, served two years in the Navy in combat in World War II. to acknowledge Ricardo Upchurch, Bobby Wellington, Kowalski White, Lee Carroll, Nakisha Jones, Rita Upchurch, Thelma Lewis. served in the U.S. Army. Okay. The Tabernacle of Praise Church recognizes you, our brothers and sisters in Christ, for your courage to, to defend our values, freedom, and national security and for prom promoting liberty and justice worldwide. Thank you for your service. To all of our veterans, we salute you. We not only want to honor our veterans, but we want to honor the pastor of this great edifice. Pastor Jonathan B. Fields from Indianapolis, Indiana. Homeboy in the Midwest. Married our beautiful homegirl, Melody Fields. Amen. Pastor, he's not just a pastor to me. He's like a brother. He's been there through thick and through thin. I just looked back over the, what, three years? 
Uh, he has, we've just gotten so close, and he's been there through every tragedy. When my dad died, he was right there, sick, praying for him. He was right there. He and First Lady was right there. My nephew, he was right there. The pastor ever visited your home, visited you, prayed for you. Raise your hand. Look at that. Pastor, now he's not one of those pastors where you just, you know, assume the position, but he's a real pastor. He's a praying pastor. You know, he didn't come up on the, with a silver spoon in his mouth. He came up on the rough side of the mountain. He can empathize from the guttermost to the uttermost. So I love this man. Pastor, the Lord has anointed him with the Holy Spirit. And as Brother Chester can tell you, amen. Praise the Lord. And it's just been a joy that the time that he's been here, he's come under adverse circumstances right in the middle of a pandemic. So he was kind of behind the eight ball. He kind of had a disadvantage. You knew him by seeing him online, but he couldn't see your faces. So he's still trying to catch up and match the names, but he has been doing a wonderful job for the Lord. And we just appreciate Pastor so much. We're going to ask uh, the representative for the deacons to come up. Uh, Come on up at this time, brethren. Whoever said they were going to do it, they look at each other. You going? You going? <laughs> Come on up, brethren. Amen, amen, amen. And as they come, you know, pastor, he can't, he just not only just preaches and prays, but he sings as well. That man is, has been gifted so much. I hear deacon, brother uh, Mike Reed. Good morning, good morning, happy Sabbath. Uh, we, we men here really appreciate uh, Pastor Fields. You know, he's doing, he's doing a great job here. And we all learning from him. But I have one fault, Pastor. You travel too much. <laughs> we want you here, okay? There you go. All right. <laughs> Amen. Our deacons look good, don't they? Amen. Amen. We praise the Lord for our deacons. Oh, there's some veterans that came in late. Sister Eva Millar. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. And on behalf of the elders, Pastor, we have a little something, something for you from the Board of Elders. Amen. You know, we get together every, every week, every Sabbath morning at 7 o'clock, rain, sleet, or shine, we are praying for the church. Amen. And so we have, you know, a family that prays together, stays together, and the elders are like a family. Amen. Uh, at this time, we're going to have uh, any of the deacon, deaconess, anybody else? Amen. I had treasure, my wife. <laughs> so on behalf of Tabernacle of Praise, we love you, Pastor. And you are family to us. And we just appreciate every single gift that God has blessed you with that you have imparted into our church. So this is from our church. 
Amen, amen. And the pastor, just for the record, the dinner was not for the veterans, but it was for you. Amen. <laughs> that was a good cover. <laughs> All the decorations and everything was in honor of you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. So let's stand to our feet and give the man of God a good round of applause. We appreciate the man of God. Amen. Let's pray for our pastor because being at the top, you know, the enemy is busy. But we want to continue to keep this family, our pastoral family, in prayer. Amen. He has a lot on his shoulders, but God is able. Amen. Amen. Let's continue in our worship. Stand to your feet. Keep standing. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh! 
have a good time. Y'all want some more good time? Good time. Gonna have a good time. 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 Good time, gonna have a good time. You're good now? Amen. It's having a good time in the Lord. As we gather our thoughts, as we enter into a season of prayer, as always, we want to remember those that were, had a desire to be here but was unable to be here. We know God is good and that he's worthy to be praised. We want to remember Sister Alexandra in a very special way. Sister Lacey, we want to remember... Sister Sandy, yes, was with Sister Sandy on yesterday, as well as Sister Graydon. I want to remember them in prayer. Um, we're glad that Brother Andre is here with us. We want to keep him lifted up in prayer. Uh, he, was, he pressed his way out today, and so we pray God's healing hand over you, Doc. And all those that had a desire to be here but was, that was unable, who am I missing? Am I missing anyone? Um, I want to remember the couples retreat that is going on over at Northside. We know that God is still working through some things. Um, remember our church family as well. As always, we encourage those that would like to come close to the altar to come at this time, for we know that God is a very present help in the time of storm. So as you gather, we ask if you will remain in your seats. We ask if you can reverently kneel. But if you choose to come close, we encourage you to come at this time. It's prayer time. pray. Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we're so thankful, privileged, and honored to be able to open up our mouths and to bless your name. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. So, Father, we are just so thankful, privileged, and honored to be able to open up our mouths and to bless your name. So, as we come, Father, forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us, O oh God, from all unrighteousness and allow your Holy Spirit to work mightily through our lives. Father, there are many that had a desire to be here but was unable to make it. So we're asking that you would stop by each bedside, each those that are afflicted and that weren't able to make it. Father, that you would just stop by their bedside and just spread your wings of healing over them. We want to lift up Sister Alexandra in a very special way, Doyle family. We ask, oh God, that you would be with Sister uh, Marcy, oh God, 
Um, we ask that you will cover, oh God, um, all of those that are battling right now, uh, all those that are dealing with issues, Sister Angela Graydon, oh God. We ask that you will cover her. Father God, we ask that you will just be with our church family. Lord, there's so much that's going on in our land and our country. And we need you, oh God. We can't make it without you. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. So, Father, do what you do today. Be with Sister Tate today, oh God. Cover her and keep her. Uh, be with Sister Betty and Sister Opal and Brother Lewis this morning, oh God. We ask that you will cover them. We thank you that Sister Elaine was able to make it out today, oh God. We praise God for oh God. Pressed her way out. We ask, oh God, that you will continue to cover her in the name of Jesus. We also want to lift up before you the Smith family all the way in the Delta. She will cover them, oh God. Be with them in a very special way. Our online guests, family, and friends that are viewing that are having challenges as well, finances, marriage, whatever it is, that you will show yourself strong, oh God. Thank you for our family and friends that have chosen to worship with us today, Father. Do a great work. Let us not leave here the same way we came. We pray for those that are in their seats now, oh God, that they will... Um, receive a touch from you and those that have come close to the altar oh god that you would do a great work in them as well father we lift this service up before you it's not i but it is christ that dwells so do what you do oh god and we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise the all the honor and all the glory thank you for what has transpired thus far be with our veterans oh god those that are serving in the military even now the war that is going on over in israel we pray oh god right now you will cover and keep them, oh God. The word of God declares that as you draw close, that there will be wars, rumors of war, not just physical, but even spiritual, oh God. Mental wars, emotional wars, tragedies striking the land. So Father, help your way today, oh God. Hold us up with your righteous right hand. And let us not leave this service the same way we came. But let us leave with a newfound love for the things of God, and we'll be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. Thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello, Tabernacle of Praise. Hello. Isn't it good to be in God's house this morning? Oh, yeah. Isn't it wonderful to see all the beautiful faces? I need you to do me a favor because we know that you can see us and we can see you, but there are some behind you that you can't see. I want you to turn around and give them the best Sabbath smile you have. And here I'm going to give you an example first. This is what it should look like. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that wonderful? Well, I'm excited to say that we came back to Sabbath school this morning, we had DJ Cupcake was in the house. Everybody say hi, DJ. We had a food truck party downstairs, and DJ Cupcake was dancing all over the place. And you need to come back next Saturday at 9.30 a.m. where DJ Cupcake will be cutting loose and doing his own dance. You don't want to miss that. Thank you so much for coming this morning. Pastor already spoke about the December 16th. Thank you, Lordy, concert. We will be having a children's choir 
I see Kelly in the house. I see babies on the back row, Kelly. I see babies over on the other side of me, and we are going to have a hallelujah good time. Now, you all know what we do every time we celebrate at Christmas time. We do something wonderful. We give back to the community. But you're going to have to give to God's house so that we can have something to give back. Amen? We don't want you to not give your tithe and your offering because that belongs to God. God said 10% of what you have belongs to him. But I know you got some other stuff. I know you like to buy potato chips. I know you look in the gear. I'm not the only one in here that likes to eat potato chips. I know you eat a lot of donuts. But put some of that money aside so we can put some of that money out into the community on December the 16th. We want to thank you for coming. There are several ways that you can donate at this church. We will be coming through right here um, with the long offering plates. So they don't get close to you. You can just throw it in there. You can also donate at dollar sign top cash you can always mail it in to 1721 parker road st louis missouri 63138 did i get that dollar sign top giving i'm gonna do it again dollar sign top giving that's the cash app there it is on the screen dollar sign tap giving and you can mail it to 1721 parker road spanish lake missouri 63138 we're going to ask the deacons to come as we prepare to take the mornings off and let me go ahead and pray dear god we thank you in advance for what you're going to do in this place we thank you for the monies that's going to be overflowing this morning god we claim it today in jesus name thank you for those that have had it to give and those who had not and so god we're believing because you said we could in jesus name thank you for the blessing offering.
windows, my keys fly off. I don't want somebody judging me because I done slid out of my jacket. I don't want nobody judging me. I'm just saying if you if you get out of out of my lane and get in your lane, then your jacket may fly off too. And when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that He's done for me, and so I'm, I, I just want about the Lord to have His way um, today. Uh, if you have your Bibles with you, if you can just turn with me um, to the book of of, God, of Judges. In the book of Judges, uh, we want to just read just a couple of verses here in the book of Judges. Amen. In chapter 7, a very familiar story here. We have it on the screen. And we have it please stand with me in honor of the reading of the word of God. And just get right in to this message today. Can everybody hear me okay? Amen. Amen. Uh, please be standing. Um, we'll read and respond. We'll just a couple of verses. We're just going to read just a few verses. Um, starting with verse 1. Um, then uh, Zerubbabel, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the well, the well of Herod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side and them by the hill of Mara in the valley. Verse 2. Let's just jump over here to verse um, 13 all together. We'll read that. Amen. Uh, and when Gideon ready to receive you. All right. 
I get it. We have some holy folk out here, some righteous folk out here, and we saying that we got brothers and sisters and cousins that haven't accepted Christ, and we don't want to see them lost. Well, I don't want to see mine lost either. But at the same time, I want to see my Jesus who I have in the help in the house today. Now, I ain't trying to leave nobody out. I'm not trying to leave nobody on the outside looking in. Come on, somebody. But the reality is things are getting worse now than ever before. And if we could just really go ahead and be transparent today, most of us don't pray like we used to. Most of us ain't studying like we used to. Some of us, we ain't doing what, come on now, and if Jesus don't come soon, your half empty will just straight up be empty. I'm just trying to get you in on a half glass. Come on, somebody. I know they're looking at me. <laughs> but, 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 but see, I know when the glass was full, we was doing it all. We was reading our Bible seven times a day. We was fasting three and four times a week. And we was just on some other kind of juice. But now, ten years later, we can barely get a holler and a hallelujah in the same sentence. Come on, somebody. reality is, it's getting rough out there in them streets. Come on, somebody. And even rougher in them churches. Come on, somebody. And if Jesus don't come soon, I'm just wondering how many of us sitting here today will be able to stand on that seat declaring he is my Savior and my Lord. Because the Bible tells us that if this thing continues, that even the very elect will miss out. Which brings me to my story here because Gideon, a familiar man in the Bible, um, God used him in a very mighty way. I want to be honest with you today, it wasn't something that Gideon planned for. It wasn't like Gideon was on some quest to do God's will. Gideon was just a man. Gideon was just a man that was just trying to make it through the day. Uh, Gideon was a young man. And the people of God, they had lived their life in such a way where God has now called them to be uh, 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 taken into captive by the Midianites. Uh, uh, these are God's chosen people. Come on, help me, Lord. The, these are individuals that God chose specifically to bear the name of God. These were individuals that God set aside to be the light bearers in such a time as this. These were those folk. These were the Israelites. These were God's chosen folk. These were the ones that God said, I want to use you to get this message out to the world. And it was these folk that stopped loving on God. It was these folk that began to do their own thing. Now, how in the world could a person get from a that to this? How in the world could a person go from fasting and praying and, and loving God and being dedicated to God to now don't want to have anything to do with God? So God allowed these, these uh, 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 children of Israel to fall into, into the hands 
of the Midianites so much so that they began to pray. The Bible tells us if you read chapter 6, they began to pray. They began to call on the name of the Lord and God heard them. Don't we serve a good God that even when we diss him, even when we turn our backs on him, even when we don't want to have nothing to do with him, he still want to have everything to do with us. Even when we don't have time for God, God has time for us. Even when we feel as if this whole church thing is nothing but a joke, God still woke us up this morning. He still gave us traveling mercies. He still clothed us in our right mind, even though we look at him some kind of way. And the children of Israel was in that state where they didn't want to have nothing to do with God until the rubber met the road. You know, it's, it's a crazy thing when you find yourself in a bad way. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking for Jesus. Now, all of a sudden, when your health fails, now, all of a sudden, you're looking for Jesus. Now, all of a sudden, when your children start going left, right, left, now, all of a sudden, we need Jesus. When the boss has delivered you the pink slip, now, Jesus becomes the main factor. Now, Jesus is the main equation. Now, Jesus is at the top of the list when everything began to fall like a under you now we run to Jesus and you know Jesus is always there I want to say it in a way where we just take him for granted because I need you to understand something just like the Israelites had to learn something God is a God of love and he's also a God of judgment and the reality is uh, that as we laugh and as we move and as we get our tickles all tickled in our fancy, we have to answer to God. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, 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 we, we, it's, it's, it's fun right now. It's, we, we, we got it made in the shade. It's all good in the hood. But there will be a day of reckoning. And the Israelites had to find that out. And God is such a loving God family. Understand me, he's such a good God. Where God, he heard their cry and he sent help by the name of Gideon. Gideon shows up. Now you have to understand Gideon because the people at one point, they didn't want to have nothing to do with Gideon. They were, matter of fact, they wanted to kill Gideon. It's amazing how God sends folk into these in, in, in these hostile environments of church folk. And, 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 you know, we're just here to just love on the folk. Come on, somebody. We, we, we just want to just do God's business. We just want to tell everybody about Jesus. We just want to talk about the goodness of the Lord. And, you know, we, we're not here for all of that. But for some odd reason, we find ourselves running for our lives. at the fact that if we're all marching to Zion, if we're all serving the same God, if we're all holding hands, and we're all doing it together, then why such separation? Why must we put the preacher or Gideon or the leader or the elder or the deacon, why must we put them on one side and the other folk on the other? I know I ain't talking to nobody in here, but um, I just need to just throw that out there. Because the reality is, we're living in some very dangerous times. 
where the enemy will do whatever he can to cause separation in the body of Christ. He'll do whatever he can to get us at each other's throat. I'm not, you know, see, we don't do that here. I have to just bring that back around because I need you to understand that we're here at the top. We hold it down. Here at the top, we don't get down like that. We're going to call sin by his rightful name. We just don't want you getting mad, leaving, never coming back. Like we, you know, feel like we're mad at you. We're not mad at you. We love you. We just ain't got time for that sin because we understand what sin does. Sin is a destroyer. Sin is a killer. Sin don't mean you no good. Sin dress up nice and fine and look good and throw on a little powder here and a little powder there. Come on, somebody. Throw on some little brute by Fabergé. Somebody know what I'm talking about out there. And come into your life, into your world with nothing but evil on its mind. Sin don't mean you no good. And it's amazing how we gravitate towards sin. And we love it. Let's just be honest with you. I hadn't always been a suit and bow tie man. Come on, somebody. I used to be a jean and sneaker man. And every now and again, I throw my jeans on and my sneakers on. Uh, but, 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 but I come to understand that there is a difference when it comes to walking with God. Because I hadn't always been here. I wasn't always this way. So when I speak to you, I'm speaking to you know how they used to say, practice what you preach. No, 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 no. I don't practice what I preach. I'm teaching you what I've already been through. I'm telling you what I've already practiced. I'm telling you what I already know. I'm not having to come up. I'm not coming up in here telling you one thing and then leaving to go and practice to make sure what I'm saying is solid. No, 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 baby. Let me help you out here. What I'm saying is solid because I've already been there. I've already done that. Bought the t-shirt and left it there because I didn't like it. So I know what I'm saying. I'm not just speaking some, some theoretical stuff here. No, no. God called Gideon to do something that only God was able to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God used, right here, God used tough times to get our attention. The Israelites were dealing with some stuff. They were looking around at everybody else. They forgot about God. They started doing their own thing. And so God had to allow some stuff to show up in their life to get their attention. Oh, yeah, I want to stay right there just for a little while because somebody in here wondering why me, oh, Lord, why me? Well, why not you if God said you were able to go through it? If God said I would not put no more on you than what you're able to handle, then why not you? If God said that only weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning, then why not you? Why not you if God said that I am with you always? I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. So why do we get sidestruck? When stuff show up, we have, we have forgotten that God is always there, that he's a very present help in the time of storm. So I've come to the place, come on in here, Holy Ghost. I've come to the place where I've realized that come hell or high water, it doesn't matter because he that shall come will come and will not tarry. So I don't worry about it anymore. I trust him if I can't trace it. I believe him when believing is done. And I've come to learn how to hold on, uh, even if I got a holler every now and then, uh, because my help 
has been him that created all of this. That's where I live now. That's where I pitch my tent. That's the glass I drink out of every morning and every night. That's my diet right there. Talk about a health message. Jesus is the best health message you can ever have. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because God will allow stuff to show up in your life to get your attention. Because you forgot. I'm just a messenger. I mean, we, you know, just, just, you know, hold what you got now because I'm, I'm just a messenger. I said it on the front end. I don't know why we want to look upside the preacher here when he's just doing the Lord's work. Come on, Sister Beverly. I'm just doing the Lord's work. So don't, 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 you know, no, no, we're in this together because like I just said, I need you to follow me every step of the way. Don't miss a beat because I'm laying it down in a way where we can all get to heaven. Understand me when I say it. I'm not giving you something that I made up. I'm not giving you something that I just came up with. I'm giving you my life lesson. That everything that you're going through, I, 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 most likely I've seen it. I've done it. I'm telling you, I trust me when I see it. I've been homeless. I've been locked up. I've been here. I've been there. I've been on drugs. I've been talked about. I've done it all. I've had friends that turned their backs on me. I know what it's like to be placed in a police car. Help me, Holy Ghost. I know what it's like to lose a loved one. And I have to ask God, why all of this? And God said, you're going to meet somebody. There are some folk that I need you to talk to. And I don't need you talking from some book that you read. I need some life lessons. I need you to talk to them from a space that they can relate to, that you're not just coming any kind of way. This isn't just some story. When God called Gideon and the Israelites and all the crying and the stuff that they've done now that they found themselves in bad in a bad way. Now we turn back to God. Now we look to Jesus. And here it is, family. God, I got to throw it out there. Thank you, Lord. Because see, what happens is uh, we come here and we feel good and we love it and, we, and it sounds good and we feel good right now. But then we got to leave here. So this is what I want us to do. I don't want us to just get caught up in the feel good and the experience. I need us to get caught up in that word. Because it's the word of God that we stand on, not the experience with God. See, the experience with God is good for its place, for, for a season. It's good when we come in here like this and fellowship and sing praises and go downstairs a little later on and eat what I thought was a veteran's dinner. Come on, somebody. It's good that we can come and, and laugh. See, I believe we can laugh in God's house. We don't have to be in here feeling some kind of way and all uptight and, and all sedating and, and, and nose off. No, 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 no. That's not the God that we serve up in here, up in here. We serve a God that gave sense of, that, 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 that given us all personality. We serve a God that understands sense of humor. We understand, we serve a God that understands laughter. We serve a God that understands what it's like to be joyful. We serve a God that wants to see the body of Christ in a way where we're praising him, celebrating him, feeling good about him, but at the same time rejoicing. 
still serve God and give him glory and also be excited about me not being in the holy shelter anymore. Tomorrow. 
see you next week. He see you all the way through the corridors of time. We serve a God that looks beyond our faults and he see what we need. And he deal with us based off of that. And I'm so glad that God is not limited in his story. Because if God can only focus on one of us at a time, I hate to tell you, but you're out of luck. God can see more than we can. I've done this for you. I've done that for you. I've taken care of this problem and that problem. Why are we tripping now? Why are we losing our footing now? We have to learn how to let go and let God and quit trying to maintain ourselves. We can't do it. I don't know no other language, Doc, but English. And I'm going to try to say it the best way I can. We can't do it. But I don't, why we keep trying to do God's stuff? When God has simply showed you through time, I got it if you would just get your hands off of it. Why do you keep grabbing the wheel? Wife and I rented a car just a week or so ago, and it has a special feature, Sister Deb, where you can hit the button and it'll drive by itself. Yeah. Anybody experienced that before? Just a couple of us in here. And man, I tell you, I took my hand off the wheel, and that thing got to moving by itself. It started turning and it was shifting and moving. I lay back in the seat, Christy. Lay my head back. I said, "Boy, this dangerous right here." Boy, my eyes got to. <laughs> My wife over there asleep. I got my music on and it just felt so good. I was in there eating, <laughs> opening up chips, <laughs> opening up sodas, digging in the back seat. <laughs> Get your hand off the wheel because every now and again, a sign would come on and tell you, put your hand on the wheel. God said, take your hand off the wheel and leave them off. And I'll tell you when to put them on. God can see what you can't see. He know what you don't know. We're limited. We can't do it all. I don't know why we keep trying. But not only that, let me move on here. My time is running. But God confirms his priorities with his presence. You see, after being called a mighty warrior, Gideon questioned God, please, sir, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened? And where are all his wonders that our fathers told us about? 
If God is such an amazing God, now I hear your question. If he's such an amazing God and such a wonderful God, then why hasn't he showed up yet? Can't he see? Can't he see me in this predicament? Surely God knows. He the one woke me up. But you have to understand that if you just hold on, God will validate why he's doing what he's doing. You see, we want God to just do it all and just, we don't want to experience anything. We don't want to have no hiccups. We don't want to have no problems. We don't want to have no issues. But how do you know he's a healer if you've never been sick? How do you know that he's a way maker if you've never been lost? How do you know that he's a father if you've never lost one? God said, I got you. He will reveal his priorities to you in his timing. We just have to learn how to hold on to him when the difficult times show up, when it's not making sense right now. I had to learn that the hard way. Standing before a judge, looking at 20 years. My lawyer standing right here, and the judge asked my lawyer, what do you say about this man? And my lawyer took two steps back, left me standing there by myself. I had no one to lean on but God. I had to learn that God, I don't understand it right now. I don't know why all of this is unfolding right now. But what I do know, I'm going to hold on to you anyhow. I can't figure it out. I don't know why this is happening right now. Why my wife have to go through what she's going through? But God said, if you just let me be God. And I declare that I've learned by trusting God and allowing God to show me and confirm his priorities in my life. A young man gave his heart to Christ in that jail cell as a result of the witness that I continue to show before him and how good God is. And every time he would ask me, but preacher, that's what they used to call me. How is it that you're able to have strong faith in here when you, everything is seemed like it is stacked against you? I said, but God. My God is faithful. My God is worthy. I can trust him in the midst of it all. I don't understand it right now, but what I do know is that God is a keeper. And that God will deliver me. And sure enough, as I stand here today, God delivered. And that young man was brutally murdered in that jail cell. But before that happened, we were able to sit at the table, have a word of prayer. And he confessed his love for Christ. Never hit the water. Never got out. But I would like to believe that in that day when Jesus cracks the sky, I will see that young man giving God praise, thanking God for saving him. Even though his life was cut short, God is still faithful. Let me move on here. Let me move on here. Only been up here about 10 minutes. Let me move on here. We have to understand as I... Success is determined 
by God's power and not ours. It's not our power. Gideon's now ready to rumble, but God has another plan. God has another plan. Gideon now was ready to go and battle, but God has said, wait a minute, Gideon, there is too many of you. Hold on. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many people for me to hand the Midianites over to or else Israel might brag. Israel may take the credit. You see, I did it myself. That's what they would say. So God proceeds to give Gideon a couple of tests to wither uh, uh, the number down. He was going to shave it down. So first he tests 22,000 men. I need, you to, I, need you to, I need you to cut them out, leaving us now with 10,000 men. Still, Gideon, that's too many. Bring it on down. So in verse 4 of the, um, chapter 7, we read here that, But the Lord said to Gideon, the people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Then will, that will be that of them I say of you, this one shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And whoever I say to you, this one shall not go with you, the same shall not go. I need you to understand, family of God, that God wants the glory, nobody else but God. So he shaves stuff down, he moves stuff over, he takes stuff away, he adds stuff, he shifts stuff, he moves stuff, he allowed this to happen, he allowed that to happen, all so that he will get the glory. I know, I know, I know, I know it. He allows mental breakdowns. He allowed family breakups. He allowed those things because God is trying to get the glory out of your life. And he don't want nobody else taking the credit. He don't want nobody else claiming, I did this or I did that. No, 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 no. I get it. You paid the you went out and worked, but God gave you the strength to work. I get it. I know it. You baked this and you made, but God gave you the ability. I know it. You thought up the plan, but if it wasn't for God keeping your brain matter intact. We can't take credit for Nathan. Nada. Quit trying to own stuff that don't belong to you. I know your name is on the deed. God allowed you to remember how to spell your name to put on the deed. We get caught up in this and I this and I that. Let me tell you something. If you want to I yourself to death, talk about just I and Jesus. Put Jesus in there somewhere. We want to leave Jesus out. That's why we find ourselves in the situations that we're in half the time, if not the most of the time. Because we have factored Jesus out of the equation. We don't, we, don't, we don't deal with him like we should. I know I'm stepping on some toes right here, right there. I'm going to stay on them. I'm going to stay on them. I'm going to try my best not to move my heel. You know how you just move your foot like that? 
Because I, I know I'm on them. I know I'm on them. You ain't got to tell me. I know it. I hope you come back. I want you to come back to get your other foot. Come on, somebody. So I'm living up in here because I want everybody under the sound of my voice out here in social media land, everybody in this house, and I wish the speakers was on the roof because I want my neighbors across the street to understand and know that we serve a God that is soon to return, and we need to get out of the way and let God be God. So our success is only determined by God's power. There is nothing we could say or do. I love your voice, Sister Bev. I'm sorry I'm picking on you in this sermon, but you're sitting right there on the front. And I just need you to know that your beautiful voice, but it belongs to God. It belongs to God. The choir was up here singing beautiful, but it belongs to God. This building belongs to God. It's not ours. I love it. I love coming here and going in my study and sitting back in my little chair and just look around and just praise. It's so good. But I have to be I have to be reminded of the fact that it is only because of the goodness of God. Help me, Lord. And too many times we lose that. Don't let that stay in the seat when your hips get up and leave. Take it with you. Put it in your pocket. Put it somewhere safe. Tuck it away. Lock it up. Throw the key away. Don't leave it. It all belongs to him. And when we start giving him praise, then God will begin to open up doors that you can't even begin to imagine. That's how it works. It wasn't until I gave my life completely over to God. Does that mean stuff started Shaping up. No, I still had problems. Let me tell you something. When I was standing before that judge, I was locked and loaded. I was a theology student at Oakwood. I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing. I accepted my calling. You know, I ran for so long, and now I've accepted. I'm surely God's about to just open up the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing that I don't have room enough to receive. I'm still waiting, y'all. Come on, help me, Lord. But what I've come to learn is that God has blessed me above that I can think not in finances, but just in me being the person that I am. Everybody has something that they're battling with. Everybody's battling with something. Don't get so caught up in your stuff where you forget that somebody else is going through something too. It may not look like yours. It may not even sound like yours. But I guarantee you this, the pain that they are experiencing and the pain that you are experiencing. You can't compare your pain with theirs just like they can't compare your, their pain with yours. You can't take my pain and say, oh, I ought to feel some kind of way because of what you experienced when you went through it. It's not how that works. What you go through is what you go through and how you feel when you go through it. All we need to understand, family, this is, this is the common denominator and what we go through, and that is God is a keeper. So whether it's a heavy thing, a mediocre thing, a light thing, it doesn't matter. God is a keeper. God will hold you if you want to be held. God will sustain you if you will but just let him hold you. 
Because here it is. God created an impossible situation of human weakness to exalt himself, to exalt his own strength. That's what God did. God created a situation just so that he can get the glory. So family, look at it. Don't run from it. Because you just may find God somewhere in it. When you run from it, you miss God. I had to face that situation. I had to deal with that situation. God waited until my faith was strong enough for me to deal with what I had to deal with. And there was a young man on the inside that said, Preacher, out of all the stuff you went through and all the stuff that you've done, the drugs and the breaking in the houses and the stealing this and the doing that, out of all of that stuff, you never got caught. Never served no time. But now, what you're going through right now, God is covering it all up for you. I said, brother, that don't make sense, but I'm going to take it. Because I can't understand why I will get to this side of the Jordan. Married with a family. Studying that Oakwood theology. Working and doing everything. Faithful with my tithe and offering. To stand before a judge looking at 20 years. What kind of foolery is that? But God said if I had done it 10 years earlier, you wouldn't give me glory. I had to wait until you were ready. Puts me in the mind of Moses. Now he's ready for the carpenter. Now she's ready for the molding. Now she's ready for the making. Now I got him right where I want him for the building. Now I have her in my hands because she kept running and I couldn't hold her. You know, I'm not a God that's going to just lock you down. I'm asking you whosoever will. And now that you're willing, I got you. And now I can mold you. I can shape you. I can do what I need to do to get you to where I need you to be. Oh, that's a good God. Because now I know you're not going nowhere. So here it is. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm about to take my seat right here. Because we have to understand as God created an impossible situation of human weakness to exalt his own strength. This is his specialty. What did Jesus say in Luke uh, chapter 18? What is impossible with man is possible with God. Oh, yes. Here's a good lesson for us. Accomplishing God's purposes is not determined by the bottom line of a finance sheet or the size of our congregation or the efficiency of our plan. We need to attend to all those things for sure. But the truth is God is looking to glorify himself on earth through people who are fully dependent on him and who believe he is with them and are ready to change the heel of the Lord right before their very eyes. 
I just need a people who is willing to go. Thank you, Gideon, for going down there. Thank you for being a willing vessel. I'm done. Thank you, Gideon, for being the one that I can turn to. Thank you, Gideon, for being that man because now Gideon steps into the room and he hear a young man telling of a dream, talking about a barley of bread rolling into a house, knocking the house down. Oh, Jesus, you're letting me know that all of my troubles will be rolled over by the bread of life. If I could just hold on just a little while longer. Oh, I feel my help right there. If I can trust him just a little while longer, then I recognize that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can think of or even imagine according to the power that worketh in him. Because he's just good like that. He's able to deliver me. He's able to hold me. He's able to keep me in the midst of it all. I need not worry anymore about the troubles of the world because God is faithful. God is worthy. God is able. God is a keeper. No more am I laying up late at night wondering how is it going to work out. I already know how it's going to work out. I already know. Jesus got it. Jesus got it. He just told us, Gideon, now Gideon, uh, he walks in and he hears this man telling this here dream, explaining the dream. Then Gideon goes back to the army. He goes back to the camp and he tells them, now, now is the time to go and take the city. I've got the insight plan. God has just shown me that he is already taking care of. I don't know what you're going through, family of God. But what I do know is that God has already taken care of it. That God has already mapped the the way for you to go. God has already devised a plan for you to go. We just have to learn how to go. We just have to learn how to let go. And just let God and just do what God called us to do. I want to add and say it's not always easy. Because too many times we get up here and, I, and it sounds good. I know you're sitting out there and this, the, the, the powerful message and my Lord is just hitting on everything, all cylinders. But then we leave here. We leave here. And we go back to our different places. And if I can be honest and transparent up in here today, and hopefully I don't offend anyone in here today, but some of you I won't see again for a while. I won't see again for a while. I'm not saying something's going to happen. No, I'm just saying we'll leave here, we get the message, and we leave, and what happens then? We go home, life start lifing, stuff start happening, Sabbath roll around again. Either you don't feel like it or something else has showed up because that's how the enemy works. Listen, family of God, you have to be intentional about this thing because the enemy is going to throw something in your path this week to prevent you from coming back here again. 
because he know that in this place you're going to get the unadulterated truth of God because I'm telling you this ain't no sipping tea <laughs> I'm telling you what I know I'm telling you what the spirit of God has shown me through my life I have nothing to hide I have nothing to, to, to you know, run from. Ain't nobody holding nothing over my head. I don't get down like that. Don't, don't hold it over my head. My wife and I, I don't have nothing to, no, 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 no. Matter of fact, you know, I, you know, when I was out there, and I'm about to shut it down right here. When I was out there, I used to do some stuff. But I've gotten to a point in my Christian experience where I feel bad if I offend anybody. I feel bad. If I disrespect somebody, it bothers me. I cry like a baby if my wife left me. So why would I go out here and do something stupid? I would feel so hurt if a scandal came out with this church name in it as your pastor. But you just honoring me and putting your trust in me and faith. Why would I do something dumb? Like I said on my very first day where I was online, I was about to say my first day here, but we were on, I was in a hotel in the Zoom, on the Zoom call. My first sermon that I preached here was in a hotel in Pennsylvania on Zoom. I was taking my daughter back to Pine Forge when I was being installed. And as a matter of fact, the president was there too, sending his daughter back. So he was in one hotel and I was in another hotel and we were being inducted here. And one thing I remember, I said, look, if I can't do it, you can't do it either. In other words, if I can't lie to you, then don't you lie to me. Right? Maybe next time I'm going to get some papers for us to sign. <laughs> if I can't slap my wife, you can't slap your wife or boyfriend or girlfriend. Just throwing that out there too. If I can't fight, you can't fight. Right? Is that, is that fair? Don't hold me to a standard, but you get to do what you want to do. That's not how that works. If we're going to respect each other, I respect you. You respect me. You love on me. I love on you. We all eat collard greens and chicken chillers. And we're all family. And I'm here for anybody. I'm here. I can only, and I feel you, Mike. I'm about, to, I'm about to sit down. But here it is right here. Here it is right here. There may be somebody here that, that want to give your life to the Lord. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna do something different. You're tired of the, tired of running around and playing around. And, and now today, you say, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, I'm ready to come in full force. I'm not worrying about mama, daddy, brother, cousin, sister. I'm ready to come in here and give God my all. Today is your day. This is your day. This is your day. I want to just give you that opportunity. If there's one, I just want you to meet me down here. Is there one? Is there one? 
Because you have to understand, I'm excited about Jesus. I love him. There's more to the story. And I'm sure you're wondering. you probably come out later on. I'll write a book. Everybody say, Pastor, you ought to write a book. Because I'm going to tell you, I, I, <laughs> I've, I've been some places. I've dealt with some people. I was that guy that your mama said, stay away from. <laughs> I was that guy down the street that they used to tell you, don't, don't fool with that one. But look at me now. Hey! Woo! <laughs> I was that guy. I was that guy that, boy, I tell you, keep them away from me. I was that guy, I'd go to your house, and while you watching TV, I was watching your TV. <laughs> your pastor. Your pastor. I've been in all y'all homes. They say, oh, he came in my house? That was the old me. I was that guy. Can I just be honest with you? Because, see, sometimes we look at the preacher and we think he was born this way. No, 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 no. Don't let the devil lie to you anymore. No, sir. No, sir. Brother man had a temper. Brother man used to fight. You know, you know, you know we used to talk about when you talk about fighting, you know, you never, you never tell the ones that you lost. You always talk about the ones you won. Make it sound like you was just out there really doing the thing. You know, Roger, you know what I'm talking about. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna talk about that one that, but see, you know about Ronald Chandler. Come on, somebody. I told you about Ronald Chandler. I didn't win them all. I lost some. But I handled mine. And God had to deliver me. I had an anger problem. I was angry. Oh, I was angry. For no reason at all. But now we're here. We're about to pray. Father God, we thank you so much for what has transpired here today. You know the hearts of your children. You know where we are. You know us inside out. Another message delivered. Pray that it fell on good ground. That it would bear good fruit. That it would draw others to the body of Christ. Thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. Forgive us again of our sins, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we put our hands together? Can we worship God in this space? God is good. And all the time. God bless you. Let's give the pastor another amen for that powerful sermon. A season for tumbling. Yes, we recognize all of our veterans. As Christian soldiers, we're not veterans because we're classified as active duty. We're still behind enemy lines, Christian soldiers in this 
Christian army, we got to hold on to God's unchanging hand because I'm so glad that he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Amen. Let us stand for our benediction, and we want to just invite you to stay by. as a beautiful dinner prepared. Amen. We all like collard greens and macaroni and cheese and all that good stuff. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for this spiritual food, Lord, that you have blessed us with today. Yes. Help us, yes. Lord, not to get be discouraged, Lord, when we're in the fiery furnace, Lord, but knowing, Lord, that you're right there with us, burning off the dross, Lord, preparing us, Lord, for the kingdom. So now may the Lord bless us and keep us. May he cause his face to shine upon us and give us peace, both now and forevermore. And the church said together, amen. 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 may be seated as the deacons usher you out. Yeah. 